we do. Every single Saturday on these airwaves, my name is Casey Steve, the voice of your valley. That's for you, Maryland, on News Talk. Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM. KYOS, Yosemite. That's right, it's November. What is today? November 23rd. Getting so close to Turkey Day, you can almost smell it. We had a little pasola here in the office, a nice little treat brought in by one of our fellow co-workers. But next week, that's the big day, Turkey Day. It's a holiday around here starting, uh, I don't know, today. No, I think most people, you're going to find uh, find it hard to find people past Wednesday at noon, I'll tell you. it's uh, A lot of people go out, one of the biggest travel holidays, and you really want to be careful if you are going out of town. And of course, a lot of people coming into town. Maybe they'll get a chance to hear Citizen Watch if they haven't. Again, so I had to have you here with us in the bonus half hour. It's 9 o'clock. Oh, it's about 9.07. And we have a very, very special guest in studio. He's been here before and really, really not that long ago was uh, a candidate uh, for 21 minutes. No, I'm sorry, District 21. (laughs) Uh, You know that little chuckle. It's none other than City of the Rise Mayor Mike Murphy. Hi, Casey. It's great to be here with hey. you and with your guests, with your listeners. Say that again. It's great to be here with Casey <laughs> yes. Steve. Yep. You know, uh, Mike and I have known each other for a long time before he was mayor, when he was councilman. Councilman for uh, five-plus years. Uh, got in on that even-year, uh, odd-year thing. Got an extra year out of it. Been our mayor. Uh, he's terming out. But there's still a, a good year to go. A good year yep. to go, right? The election, November, and then uh, you don't actually get the swear- swearing out or swearing in. Uh, De- December of 2020, and I'll be... I'll be going full steam the whole time. In other words, there's no cast, there's no uh, ribbon, there's no bandage. We're not talking about a lame <laughs> mallard over here, are we? No, we've still got a lot of things you want to get across the finish line, and um, that's that's what I'm going to be focused on. We've got a, we've got a year left to do it. Well, you know, there's a, there's a little powder around his nose, folks, but he was on the uh, TV show, uh, what is it, Sunday Morning Matters. So mm-hmm. I think he still has a little makeup on from the <laughs> other day. He was uh, on the, you know, and he's been on this show a couple of times, and I'm very envious. I asked him to uh, let the host uh, know that there is life north of the Chowchilla River, north of Madeira. I remind him of the same thing. It's yes. pretty Fresno-centric. And I really like that Mike does get down there. And you know, folks, not only in the Fresno scene, but on the national scene, just back from a trip, Washington, D.C., his alma mater, meeting with none other than the HUD secretary, Ben Carson. Yeah. Now, was that at the White House? or? Yeah, it was at the White House, and, and the timing was interesting because it was, this, it was the same day that the impeachment hearing started. Wow. Um, and it was also the, the same day that, uh, that the president was meeting with uh, the president of Turkey in the White House. So there was a lot going on that day in Washington. Erdogan, and then, uh, of course, the witch hunt. Uh, you, you alluded to it as an impeachment hearing. Very interesting what happened this week. Uh, as a lawyer, I'd love to take your take, but we don't have the time, folks. We don't. As I said, he did, uh, uh, I don't know what the heck it was. There was some uh, press releases. There was some retractions. <laughs> you know, why don't you explain to the folks uh, what happened? Was it, a, was it a moment? You know, I've had moments. Mike has witnessed, witnessed some of them. But did you have a moment where, where you're not running for District 21 against Jim Costa. Is that correct? District 16, no. 16, I'm sorry. No, I, I, uh, I was considering it. Um, and, you know, when I, when, I, you know, when I consider something, I give it my full attention and, and looked into it and assessed it. And, um, t- you know, timing is everything. And it's not a good time for me to be, uh, you know, running for Congress. I, I, as mentioned, I've got a year left as mayor, and uh, I want to be 
entirely focused on that. And so that's that's what I'm going to do. And, and isn't it true that the announcement, it wasn't, you didn't really announce. There no, was no, just I never some announced. Talk. There was some polling taking place yep. and people uh, get excited and thought maybe you were going to announce. That's right. right. Yeah, I never pulled any papers, never turned in any papers, um, but was just just exploring well, informally. We, we received a beautiful bouquet of flowers here at the station from Mr. Costa thanking you for uh, not running. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I, I blew the joke at first. I thought it was District 21. I was going to say he ran for 21 minutes, but it was only 16 minutes. I don't think it even was shorter, even, yeah. yeah, even shorter. But uh, again, um, brings up a lot because, you know, that's, that was a big bite, man. I mean, I would have figured maybe Assembly, uh, Anna Caballero, maybe Senator. Of course, Senator's a big uh, big one, too. But sure. uh, Congress, man, that was, that was, it would have been great to have a voice like yours in Congress, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, you know, I think everyone that, that decides to run for office needs to decide where they think they can be of most benefit. And um, so, you know, we all know that we're at a real time of crisis here in our country and and um, and so if, you know if, if 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 you think that you got something to offer, you explore it, right? And and if the timing's right and the, um, and things fall together, then then you do it. Um, so I feel I feel really good about the decision not to run. Uh, I also am glad that I went through the process of uh, sort of exploring that. Well, I don't think uh, you know even though you're not running, I guess in any upcoming current elections, you are going to finish out your mayoral term. Mm-hmm. I would venture to say that you're not done with public service, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but let's get into what you're here to do, which is to be the mayor of our city. We had a city council meeting last Monday night, a lot of issues in the uh, in the agenda and a lot of mm-hmm. issues that have come up, and again, we only have about 21, 20 minutes, 19 minutes left, so let's just go right through them. Del Rey, I don't, what is he, taking a real estate course or something? He's never there. He's always in the hotel room. Oh, yeah. He's, you know, he's got, he's, he was on <laughs> camera, and yeah, uh, right. the rest of you guys were there, which again, I guess is is acceptable. Totally, yeah, and you know, and there's a recognition that um, you know, Councilmember Shelton, it's not this isn't his full time job. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got he's got his job at the as a as a sergeant in the sheriff's department, and he was mm-hmm. you know, traveling for business. No, I know, I'm teasing a little bit about the realtor exam, but no, he is doing some extra training, mm-hmm. and this isn't his first, and probably won't be his last meeting via yeah. the the computer. And the connection, I'm surprised, is actually pretty good. There's a little audio there. Uh, for a little bit, but uh, it was really good. You know, one of the things that uh, came up right out of the bat in the public comment, and I'm not going to go through everything in the meeting, all the all the speakers, but uh, Caleb Metafin uh, stood mm-hmm. up along with a couple of other folks. There was a young man, I believe, that was part of the Restore Merced program. Mm-hmm. We've talked to Mike about this program. This is a privately uh, private uh, ran program. I guess you would call it a nonprofit. They are uh, nonprofit and. Uh, uh, Caleb Metafin, as you know, uh, the Metafin family, uh, Candace Metafin has st- stood up at the city council meetings uh, as recently as the previous meeting, uh, called for a FEMA-style camp for homeless here in Merced to address the homeless problem. Now, one of the things that Caleb is doing to address the homeless problem is this Restore Merced Jobs Program. Right. And we've talked a little bit about it before, but let's talk about the nuts and bolts. Merced's uh, buy-in, if you will, has been $60,000. That's right. And this is the second year we're doing that. Uh-huh. And I remember the first time I asked you, I said, Mike, Mayor Mike Murphy, how do we judge that this is a success? And you said, if we put more money towards it next year. That's right. Because, you know, we, we wouldn't put money towards something unless we, again, uh, if we didn't feel like there was uh, a benefit to the to the, to the the residents. Let me, let me tell you the benefit that's there. Um, Restore Merced is, is uh, just a fantastic investment for the city of Merced. Essentially what we do is, for a relatively small amount of money, uh, in that case, $60,000, um, we have a team of uh, people that are uh, going around and, and picking up trash uh, in waterways in downtown Merced and our parks and other places. And in the process, also learning job skills because these are folks that have formerly been homeless. 
um, some of them incarcerated. And so this is a way for them to uh, benefit our community. So we, we get a benefit. And by the way, it would, it would cost us uh, much more money if we were to uh, staff up internally uh, and, and hire employees to do this. But uh, this is a very uh, nimble crew that gets out and, and, and has regular routes that they run. They're also, uh, when there are hotspots that flare up, they show up. And uh, this, is, this is something worth investing in. And it's something worth increasing our investment in. And we're going to have the opportun- opportunity to do that as a city as well. But the Michael, <coughs> doing it on our garbage rates? Yeah, exactly. Because there is a direct correlation between the work that they're doing to pick up refuse and, and otherwise having to hire someone else to do that. So, for example, we have uh, a city-run crew that goes out in a truck, right? A couple guys, and they do roadside pickup of kind of large items. They go through the alleys and so forth. Mm-hmm. We could also hire internally to do this, um, you know, to have to have you know the the smaller items, you know, the the, the hand tools and the grabbers kind of thing, as opposed to the large trucks. Uh, it's going to cost us a lot more money. So what you're saying, Mike, and, and if for the listeners that haven't followed along, I've been a little disjointed. The garbage rates are coming up uh, for review. The refuge, trash, sewer, right. and water. Correct. Every, every five years, we review our our rates, so we're in that part of our cycle where they're, they're being updated. And we're, we're talking about adding a litter pickup fee, uh-huh. some sort of private litter fee that would fund programs like Restore Merced. I won't say it's only Restore Merced because I imagine that this would be a competitively bid. Exactly. Uh, somebody would have to, you know, this is government monies. There's yep. no guarantee that Caleb Metafin or his group will always get this, even that's though that's right. who we've been working with so far uh-huh. in a pilot capacity. But now we're talking about making this forever and ever part of the enterprise funds, part of your monthly garbage rates. Is that what you're saying? Well, nothing's for forever and ever, um, but it is a five-year study. So our five-year a five-year period, uh, which which it would include, and, and it would be part of that five-year period. And and my hope is that uh, a, a future mayor and council, um, you know, if if there's the benefit that they see after that five-year period, that they would renew it. If it if it if they haven't found the benefit, uh, that's an opportunity to discontinue. And in complete in complete fairness, I talked to Mike a little bit about this just before on, coming on the air, and we're not sure what the impact to your to your uh, bill would be, but we've kind of agreed it's somewhere between maybe one and two dollars, more on the lower end of that. Right, and and on the on the commercial rates on the and, commercial and not, rate. not on residential. So this would be commercial rates only. <clears throat> That's the proposal. Yeah. Okay, so it is not residential rates. That's right. Do you feel the business community is behind this? I know they're behind the idea of restored Merced, but are they willing to pay for it monthly? Well, you know, some are and, and, and some aren't. Some most don't know about it, uh, the, the Restore Merced project. Um, but here's the thing, and, and this, is, this bears explanation why commercial and not residential. Um, it's because, you know, this five-year study that's been done has shown that our commercial rates in mm-hmm. the city of Merced are 51% lower than our peer cities. But enterprise uh, funds have to pay for themselves. Correct, right. So we're not in the hole. Right, 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 right. So, but, 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 in turn, there's a reallocation that's happening. Oh, I see because, what you're because the commercial rates are so much lower. They're, that, that's why those are going to... So something else is subsidizing that's right. those. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's why, right. So everyone sort of pays into it, but that, that's kind why... Kind of like what we learned with the water rates, that commercial customers exactly. and resi... That's why we adjusted it's those. A, it's a and, recalibration. And kind of helped our commercial customers in the water right. end of things. Right. So what you're saying is on the trash side, maybe it's a little the other it's, way. That's right. So oh, we're, okay. right, we're balancing that out again. All right. Well, no, I'm not trying to make this controversial, folks, but to it me, I, be. Was, I yeah. was a little... You know, again, in, in uh, any... Uh, 
uh, pushback from uh, the alphabet soup? S e i a l u f i o c. Any anything? Uh, you know. Um, I mean, are we displacing city workers, Miguel, Michael, Mayor Murphy? You know, I, I think the right question to ask is: Is it the right thing to do? No, no, you're this, saying is this, this is, is going to actually help the city. It's going to help the city. Pro- provides a service at a lower cost. than the city can do. Correct. And take care of these quality of life issues we see along our waterways, our streams, and in the downtown area. That's right. Now, just to be clear, there are other groups that do the same type of thing. Love Merced. Isn't there a group that kind of goes down the waterways yeah. with gloves and stuff that hang it from the tree? Yep. Merced Walks. Yep. Completely separate from Restore completely Merced. Completely separate. But you feel that the Restore Merced model really needs the attention and needs to have some, as we like to say, resources so that they can continue for another 60 months. It does, and it and it deserves the resources of, uh, of the residents of Merced. Okay, well, look, that was one thing I wanted to talk to the mayor about. He's been so gracious. Uh, just really quickly, how many times are we going to tear down the El Capitan? <laughs> well, hopefully we're out of that business now. Well, we, I mean, it's, it's not the city, it's the private sector. But we're going to make some adjustments over there and then full steam ahead, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's looking good. I, mean, I was there this morning uh, downtown and... Uh, how did you get down the there? You had to walk, brother, yeah, yeah. because you can't drive downtown. And, and you'd, you'd be surprised how many times I've, I've walked uh, in the in the construction there, the the dirt uh, on the road and so forth. It's actually yeah. um, kind of liberal. It's like being in the old west, you know, when we had someone, wagons down someone there. Someone made the same comment this morning. Yeah, yeah, we need a couple of horses. It'd actually be easier to get around with horses, I think. So what you're saying is that even though the Amgen, very disappointing, you have to agree, right? right. Now, uh, even though we lost the Amgen, you know, I kind of thought maybe it, you know. That might have been the stars lining up because mm-hmm. we didn't have the rooms. We had to provide 300 or so, as I remember, uh, three-star rooms. I didn't mm-hmm. know uh, that they had a requirement that way. But we weren't prepared to do that. But maybe in a year we will be. And you had mentioned maybe looking at some other events. Anything you can share quickly that uh, maybe to replace the uh, uh, the Amgen? or uh... no, Nothing to share other than this. Um, I, I think that Merced is still very well positioned for uh, a bike race. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, we've got an opening on the calendar now, uh, yeah. now that Good Amgen's point. gone. And we have a history in Merced of putting on really fantastic bike races. Do you think there's know, a possibility to, of doing something locally? So I, I think there's a possibility, and I and I wish I had an announcement to make, but no, it's no. certainly something that's that, that I'm focused on. Well, like I say, folks out there, we have a slot in the calendar. And again, uh, we used to do that a lot. Uh, again, we, we are positioned well for, for a bicycle. The, the thought of going through the campus, it was really exciting mm-hmm. there yeah. for about 10 minutes. And we were going to make a commitment, 100000 bucks. I mean, it's That's not right. like... And, and in kind from the hoteliers, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but the hospitality community, I think they were stepping up to the plate almost a quarter of a million yep. dollars. That's right. And I don't think it would have been hard, Mayor Mike, Mayor Murphy, I don't think it would have been hard to find that extra money out there in the private sector. No. I think I think if we would have had a chance. Okay, let's talk about the park hours. Uh, you voted no, a split council, four to three... <laughs> and, uh, you know, when he ran, he was the chef, Ratatouille. I called it the Ratatouille candidacy. <laughs> you know, he's going to add a little salt, a little pepper, get the, you know, the simmer, you know, a little boil. And these park hours, basically what we've agreed to, folks, uh, they're all going to open at 6 a.m. And in the winter, they're going to close at 7, and in the summer, 9. And you disagreed with that. Yeah. And you made up a good point. You said, you know, all these people that are gnashing teeth, the the rabble rousers, the do not bring Walmart, the let's have the FEMA camps. Crime doesn't happen just at night, right? There, there's there's almost an undertone that we can only enforce when the you know crime when the parks close. But this isn't about homelessness, is it? Well, uh, you know, for some people, it certainly is, right? I mean, there's there's certainly a homeless element to this. But the quality of life that they're experiencing oh, yeah. with this group, and again, oh, yeah. the crime that comes with it, right? 
Right. So not, not just the fact that a guy doesn't have an address. <laughs> right. 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 But haven't we? Again, it's the criminal I, activity. There you go. It's, and explain it, Mike. Why did you vote the way you did? What would you like to see? And do you agree that we need to have this ordinance? I'd like to see more enforcement in our parks. Right. If you know, if crime is if crime is occurring, which which it does, um, then um, in, enforcement should occur. And, and let me pause and say that. Uh, the men and women of the Merced Police Department are doing a fantastic job. Let me just wonderful say job, wonderful job. Um, you know, with the resources they have, with the personnel that they have, they're doing a fantastic job. And most importantly, with the uh, legal framework that we have in this state, right? Oh, I mean, gee, our men God. and women in, in in uniform show up uh, when they're called, uh, but there just isn't uh, the, the next steps in the. In, in the system, right? Well, so you're, you're right. I, I complained to Mike Murphy probably a year and a <laughs> half ago, and his parting shot was me. Casey, what more would you have the Merced police do? Well, you should have put him in jail. Not a police issue. You should have prosecuted him, district attorney. And Mike is right. The city is doing all they can do with the resources they have. So this tool, these park hours, again. In some ways, you know, you, you, you reduce the park hours and you take the good element out of the park, right? The law-abiding citizens are going to come out of the park if you tell them to. Uh, folks that are going to go to the park and and uh, you know you know break the law and, and, and cause problems for the rest of society are going to do it regardless of whether the park's open or not. So you're really just taking the good element out, um, and and we should have more enforcement. We should have more more teeth in our laws. And I, and I understand that's a, a larger issue in the state. Um, unfortunately, it's our it's our reality. For, for localities. And, and those uh, UC folks, those people that get off work at 1030 want to take a jog. Again, those passive uses are allowed. That's right. You can ride your bike through the park at yep. 2 a.m. Is You know, there's you know, enforce the law for a lot of years, folks, a lot of years. There's a thing called the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. And I really believe that our police department in the city of Merced wants to enforce the spirit mm-hmm. of the law, not the letter of the law. If you're doing something wrong out there, this gives the police a tool. If there's a neighbor, I mean, we heard from resident after resident. I mean, even the tile mural over there in the moat was a big deal because people thought this was going to be some sort of shrine for the dead homeless in our community. And and that really wasn't the issue. That was a little over the top, wasn't it? Right. And let me say a a couple things about this. Number one is, you know, we had this on our agenda for a few meetings, which is which is good to really, you know, flesh it out. Sometimes we do that. But as more and more meetings pass by, more and more I had our residents contact me you know, by email, by text, by phone call, by stopping me when they saw me and saying, you know, you know, it's misguided to, to really just shut down the parks. And so I listened to that. Um, and the other thing is, you know, back to your earlier comment about, you know, sort of running meetings and bringing a group together. We, you know, we as a council, we've got a good group on the Merced City Council. And we agree on most things. And, and when we disagree, um, you know, we do it in an agreeable way. You know, there was it's not, it's not, um, there's still bad blood, right? Uh, no, it seemed to me there's some concern about, you know, just putting this into effect and not revisiting it. Yeah. I think the city attorney had some language in there that in a year or whatever the council, you can look at this again. Right. Kind of like these garbage rates where we're uh, paying for things. Let's talk really, again, you see how quick it goes. You see how quick <laughs> it goes. One of the things that I thought was the most boringest issue on the uh, agenda last week was the comprehensive update of the sign ordinance. And I'm like, gee, let me fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> and then I got to the council comments. I oh, let me see what they have to say. And one thing I learned is the old letters on top of the Tioga are gone. 
we had hoped. Yeah, they're, 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 they're not around anymore. They're not around. And, and I know that uh, I was concerned about the old Renero's sign over there at the Renero's Italian restaurant. I understand that safely ensconced at City Hall. It is. But uh, the, the sign ordinance, I thought, well, signs are, you know, geez, I thought we were pretty. It's, it's, it's a big deal, actually. Talk, talk quickly about okay. your experience because Mike was like, I'm excited. I'm like, I'm geez, very Mike, excited. What so. Mike gets excited about, folks, <laughs> most people wouldn't. But he's had two experiences being a business owner, yeah. a beautiful new facility over there on 21st Street across uh-huh. from the county building. Yep. No trees to, to shade it because they haven't planted those yet. <laughs> but but the point being, what was your experience and why do you think this needs to be revisited? Well, number one, under this change that's happening, the Tioga can come back and it will come back with its sign. But, but, but also, um, our sign ordinance is outdated. It's antiquated. I've had to go through the process two times. You know, as as a business owner myself. Well, when you say you had to go, it must have been hell or heck. <laughs> it was. Uh, you know, well, so it was uh, what way? I mean, it wasn't easy. It wasn't going down, paying a fee. You put in what you want. I've seen your sign. It's a piece of glass. Right. So when I had my, oh, this is a, a quick story. When I had my op- my open house, when we first opened our first office, um, all the construction was done and so forth. But the last thing to go in was the sign. The cement was wet on the post of the sign when we had our open house because I finally got the permit the day of. So it wasn't something that was easy. <laughs> right. Should have been easy, is so what you're saying. So that's going to change. This right? is the mayor, right. hey, and you know I've I've complained on these airwaves. You know, at the uh, <laughs> the little uh, uh, town hall we had over there, the park and the thing, I had a customer come up, yeah. a listener. I told you about this. I know we're still working on that, but uh, I'm glad to see that even you and your experience working with the city sometimes yeah. isn't always as easy. And I know you've heard these comments out in the development community. And I think if we're going to be uh, if, if we're going to be uh, pro development. Uh, pro-growth, economic development, we need to uh, uh, to have those things. Uh, one of the other things, and we're only going to have a few minutes here, folks, and I could keep him for another hour, uh, the financial uh, snapshot, yeah. the five-year update. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we are in really good shape, folks. Merced, we have a plan. Now, I was worried because when I saw some of these CalPERS numbers coming down the pipe, 75% increases of what we've got to do currently in the next five years. Talk just a little bit about Merced's in good shape. And again, yeah. I give Mike... You know, Mayor Murphy comes in here, uh, probably needs to come in here more, but I talk about him a lot every week on the air. And I, you know, I, I, I am very critical sometimes of, of some of his decisions because he is the leader and he always acknowledges that. But he has had his eye on the ball for the last five years fiscally in this community, not only as a councilman, but as a mayor. And because of that eye on the ball, we are not going to suffer that these other communities are going to suffer and have no way out yeah. of their CalPERS, their, their just day-to-day costs. Talk a little bit about that. And again, blow your own horn because you have set us up for success. So there, there, there's a lot of, you know, up. well, let me, let me back up. The cost of uh, hiring employees has really increased in the state of California, the pension obligations. And so we're going to go through a catch-up period and we're going to be able to meet all of those obligations. It's We're going to... We have a plan to take our medicine, take the whole regimen of the medicine, and do it. Um, and um, I have to, I have to thank the team at City Hall for that. I mean, the the, the finance department, uh, my colleagues on the city council, the other management there. But um, you know, we've a number of my colleagues. We as mayors, not just in Merced County, but just more broadly in the state of California, we talk. Mm-hmm. And um, as I talk to other mayors, um, a lot of them don't have any plan for their city. It's almost that you know the problem is so big that there has to be a bailout from Sacramento. They're and waiting they're, for somebody else to solve no, their problem. There's no bailout coming. It's not coming, is it? It's not coming. So, you know, it's I'm, either it's either figure it out or go BK right. or decrease your services so much you might as well right. be BK. So, we're going to maintain our services, we're going to meet our, our pension obligations and um, 
And, and so I'm really proud of that. Let me just give you a couple of numbers. In fiscal year 16-17, our citywide cost was $6.4 million to our pension. And I may be getting the numbers wrong. But in 24-25, which is coming up, $13.8 million. Yeah. A 116% increase. The general fund cost is, is going up almost double from 36 to 7.1. Mm-hmm. 102% increase. And here's the dirty liability, folks. We have pension liability out there right now of about $319 million. We have assets of 227. Last year, our assets made 13 million, but our liabilities went up 23. So my MCOE math ain't that good, but that's $10 million in the hole. Now, Mike Murphy, Mayor Mike Murphy, has done things in the past years that we can make that up. And we're not going to be in the hole, even though our investments aren't keeping up. Now, we're not going to be hiring a lot of people, and there may not be a lot of raises, but we're not going to go backwards. Is that correct? That's right. Well, and folks, I, and have we reached the end of the time? You know, okay. I told you, it goes quick. Now, you got to catch him Sunday morning, KC yeah. Matters, Channel 24, 8 o'clock, right after Face the Nation. I don't know what the cable this and that. It's the NBC affiliate. Our own Mayor Mike is going to be up there again representing the North Valley, Merced. Uh, what Anything else? I mean, he's all around town. If you want to get a hold of him, how's the best way to get a hold of Mayor Mike? So the best way is by email, and that's... Um Murphy M at cityofmerced.org. And you know what's coming up? That state of the city. That's right. That victory lap that we take every January. <laughs> Is it January this year? It's early February. Early February. He's gonna I know there's gonna be uh there's gonna be rockets. It's it's a it's an extravaganza. <laughs> Are you still gonna have it over the Mer- the expectations are pretty high. <laughs> Are you gonna have it over the Merced Theater? It'll be at the Merced Theater, yeah. A great venue, isn't that? Yeah. You notice everybody's using that on their campaign signs? <laughs> yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> they ought to get a little spiff on that, guys. Hey, listen, we're at the end. I guess I should go out with some music. We're at the end of Citizen Watch on Saturday morning. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. On Merced's News Talk 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, my guest has been none other than the mayor of the city of Merced, city on the rise, Mayor Mike Murphy. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Casey.